Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by thecontractvault.com. With over 80 contracts and counting, The Contract Vault is your all-access pass to industry-specific contract templates. These contracts are drafted specifically for online business owners. I've been there. I have Googled different contracts, but I was let down because those contracts aren't reliable for online business owners. They're used for manufacturing purposes and brick and mortar purposes. You're an online business owner. You need specific contracts to your online business. So that's exactly what the contract vault has done. Not only do they provide you with the contract templates you can use, but there's also a Facebook group where Andrea goes live every single month teaching you the law. So you're not only just getting the contracts, you're learning the law and being empowered to stay out of legal trouble because you know what the law is. That's what happens with most business owners. They don't get in trouble because they mean to do something that gets them in trouble. They just don't know what the law is. So with a contract vault, it's essentially your business legal school. And as being a loyal listener of the Legalpreneur podcast, just use promo code podcast and save 50% off of your first month. I'm excited about this. I hope you're excited because you're saving 50% off your first month and you get the contracts and you get the Facebook group. All right, go sign up thecontractvault.com. Use promo code podcast. Well, hello there and welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I hope your week is off to an amazing start. I know mine is. And before we even get to anything, I just want to remind you to text me because we have some very, very exciting stuff coming up and the people on our text list get first notifications. So shoot me a text really quickly. Just text the word podcast to 832-225-3164. I've spent the past week, actually the past couple of weeks, really just honing in on what the audience needs, you. And we're finally coming down to the wire of what we're going to be releasing next. So if you want first dibs, if you want to learn about it first, shoot me a text right now. Again, the number is 832-225-3164. Shoot me a text All you got to do is text the word podcast to that number and I'll text you back. I am trying to become better, a better texter. Um, I'm not that great at it, honestly, but I want to be a better texter. So shoot me a text and we can chat. Again, texting me does not create an attorney-client relationship as does listening to this podcast. There is no attorney-client relationship. I'm just educating you as far as the legal stuff goes to running your business. So what are we chatting about today? We are chatting about LLCs, limited liability companies, and specifically, we are chatting about what to do if you move. So because of COVID, I feel like this is coming up even more because people have felt stuck living where they are, but now that people are working remotely, people are 
more apt to moving and they're kind of worried like, Hey, what do I do about my LLC? Because it's registered with the state that you currently live in. So if you're moving states, then you may need to do something about your LLC. And there's a few things you can do. So that's what we're going to cover today. So first of all, if you are just getting up and doing the damn thing and moving like kudos to you, don't wait any longer. Like just do it. Like if you've had this thing on your mind, like, oh my gosh, I want to go live here for a month or go do this. Just do it. Like, I think if we've learned one thing over 2020 is life is too short. We have lost some legends this year. I mean, Kobe, crazy story about Kobe. He, unfortunately, Kobe passed away in a helicopter accident in Los Angeles earlier this year in January, I was actually in a helicopter over LA like eight hours before Kobe was. So that really hit home. That was just like, holy crap, like that could have been me. So we lost Kobe, may he rest in peace. And we've lost a lot of other people. Most recently this weekend, we lost Alex Trebek, which hit me really hard. I, I was, I remember I was sitting there this weekend and I was scrolling through Twitter and I was like, oh my gosh, like the last I heard, I thought he was doing okay. And I was not, not going to say he was doing well, but I thought he was doing okay. And I thought he was still recording, but may he rest in peace. Hopefully he is no longer in pain. I know that he had the worst type of cancer, pancreatic cancer. So hopefully, oh man, I, uh, it just, just crazy. Like life is too short. You guys do the damn thing. Stop waiting and just do it. Whatever you have on your mind, just do it. Okay, I know I'm not a coach. I know I'm not like, you know, this motivational speaker, but that's my words of advice for today. Now, LLCs, this is your limited liability company. If you are like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I need an LLC. What is an LLC? Go listen to episode number three. Yep, all the way back from the beginning. That's our most popular episode. And for good reason, because it's exactly what you need when you're just starting your business. Yes, even if you are making no money, even if you are thinking about launching a business, you need to go listen to that episode right now. So what happens if you move? What happens if you're thinking about moving? What happens just what happens. And I'll, and I'll even talk to the military folks because I've had some clients that are in the military and like, Hey, I have the side hustle. What do I do? We're constantly moving. I'll, I'll tell you what to do. Okay. So first of all, you should be filing your LLC in the state that you live in. This is the best advice for small business owners. Now you may hear, Oh, I've heard Delaware is the best place, place to file or Nevada or this state or that state. What about where taxes are lower? you need to file in the state that you live in. There are a couple of exceptions to that rule, but for the most part, you need to file in the state that you live in. Again, this is not actual legal advice. This is just the best practices for small business owners. If you would like actual legal advice, shoot me an email, andrea at andreasager.com. We can hop on a consult and talk about your specific situation. And if you're thinking, okay, but taxes are super high here. Can I file in another state? No, because if you file in another state, but you live in the state that you're in, then you're responsible for fees, maintenance, and taxes in both states. You don't want to do that. (laughs) So let me play this out for you. If you live in California, California is basically the worst place for small business owners as far as taxes and maintenance, as far as like connection and getting results. I'm not going to say it's the worst place, but for small business owners, trying to get an LLC filed. California is the most expensive place. So what happens in California, you file and the filing fee is only 
$70 and you file the statement of information, which is 20 bucks. The filing fee is actually pretty low compared to other states. Texas is 300, Ohio's 100. Most states are around $100. A few of them are 300 plus. A couple of states are around 500 a year. But in California, the actual filing fee is only $90, which is good. However, in California, you have the franchise fee that is due every single year. Whether you've made no money, a million dollars, $10 million, $10 billion, the franchise fee is due every single year. And what is that fee? $800. So, which for some of you may be like, oh, it's just 800 bucks, whatever, I'll file it. But for those of you that are small business owners just getting started, which is most of the business owners that I work with, I, I feel you guys. 800 bucks is a crap ton of money. Like that's, that's a lot of money. I'm not going to lie, especially when you're just trying to get off the ground. So if you live in California and you're like, okay, I'll just wait into, or I'll file in another state that way I don't have to pay the, pay the franchise fee. No, no, no. You have to pay the fees in that other state that you file in. And then you also have to pay the fees in California because you live there. So if you want to avoid the California franchise fee, move out of California. Like that's all there is to it. (laughs) Seriously. Like people ask me all the time, like, Oh, should I, you know, should I file in this other state since I live in California? No, just file in California or else you're going to be responsible for more fees. So unfortunately, and if you've heard episode number three, I always advise people to file as an LLC as soon as possible. However, if you're not making money and money is an issue for you, I do suggest waiting in California. That's only if you live in California. So most states do require a franchise fee or also known as a franchise tax and it's due every year. But like in Texas, you only have to pay something if it's over, I don't know, it's like in the millions of dollars. So if it's under that threshold of whatever the millions of dollars is, then you don't have to pay anything. You still have to file the report every year, which I'm always late. I know I'm the worst, but you still have to file that report but you don't have to pay a fee. If you're in California, I'm sorry. I know there's kind of a mass exodus leaving California. Some of my very good friends out in LA are leaving. They're heading out to Phoenix, coming to Austin and Texas. Some are coming to Houston. So if you're in California, I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't get me wrong though. I love California. Uh, Every time I'm out there, I'm like, oh, it'd be so nice to live here. But then I'm like, oh, there's this, you know, $10 million house that costs $500,000 here in Houston. So I'm, uh, I'm cool with living in Houston for the time being anyways. Okay. So LLCs, your franchise fee in California, it's due regardless whether you're making $5, 5,000, 5 million, 50 million, whatever you're making, you got to pay the franchise fee every single year. Now let's say, okay. And this is for any state. Let's say you live in whatever state you're in and then you're moving to a new state. What do you do? What do you do with that LLC? Because you have filed with the state and there's a couple of options. So option number one, you file as a foreign entity in the new state. You may not want to do that if you're no longer going to have a presence whatsoever in your old state. So we'll use me, for example, I'm in Texas. Let's say I'm going to move to California for whatever reason. And I have no plans of coming back to Texas. No, my business has no presence in Texas. Then I don't necessarily want to file as a foreign entity because I no longer have a presence there and I don't have plans of going back. So filing a foreign entity basically means you have a presence in both states. And that's what you do 
if like you hear people say, hey, file in Delaware. Okay, you file in Delaware, then you're a foreign entity in California. Well, I, I don't want to do that. I only have one presence in one state. I'm going to only have a presence in California if I'm moving there. Well, what do I do then if I don't want to file as a foreign entity? And the foreign entity, it's kind of, it, it's actually the most simple of the, of all the processes. But again, you're responsible for more fees, more maintenance, not ideal, especially when you're a small business owner. So the other option is to do what we call domesticate. And when you domesticate your LLC, that means you formally transfer the LLC from one state to another. Now, this isn't allowed in every single state. It's allowed in most states, but basically you go to the state that you currently live in, you get a certificate of good standing, and then you file it in the new state with the secretary of state. And then once that gets filed and approved, you're good to go there. And then you would just want to make sure like everything is correctly dissolved in the old state. And what's beneficial about this is you don't have to maintain two entities, basically like the LLC in the new state and the old state, you only have the LLC in the new state. So you're not responsible for double fees, double maintenance. The other good thing about domesticating your LLC is you get to keep all your paperwork, which means you get to keep your bank accounts, your tax ID, everything that you've created under that business. This is very, very beneficial. It keeps things simple. It keeps things smooth for you and it's less work on your part. Now, the other option is just dissolving the old LLC and registering a new one. Now, it's kind of simple, kind of clean, but you have to actually get new bank accounts, a new tax ID, new everything with your business because when you file a new LLC, that comes a new EIN number, which is your tax ID number. So dealing with getting a new EIN, it can be a, more of a headache than you think because it's more paperwork to keep up with. And it's much simpler if you can just domesticate your LLC. However, that's not always possible. So the other option is to dissolve the old one and create a new one. So whenever you're moving, so those are the three options. Now, whenever you're moving, you want to make sure that other things are taken care of. So even though you're an LLC, you could be taxed as an S corp. So hopefully you've heard that episode as well. I'll link it in the show notes. And because I know you've heard, Oh, should I be an LLC or an S corp? Uh, Wrong question. It's you have to become an LLC before you can be taxed as an S corp. If you are taxed as an S corp, you need to make sure you're updating your business information with the S corp as well, which is the IRS. The IRS keeps up with all of that. So there's a lot of maintenance involved. If you are moving, I do suggest either getting your CPA involved, your accountant involved, or a small business attorney, because they can make sure everything is done correctly. And all the paperwork is updated correctly, because the last thing you want to do is get into a tiff with the IRS. Not fun. I've not had that happen to me. I haven't had any clients that have gone through it, but trust me, I worked briefly at the IRS and it was not fun to see business owners go through all of that headache. So all those headaches. So if you're going to move, make sure you to figure out which option is best for you when moving Hopefully domesticating is an option in your old state and your new state. If it is, that's typically your best bet. There may be different circumstances for you that may make it not be the best decision for you. 
but either way you can get some specific legal information and legal advice. If you need to, all you have to do is email me, Andrea at andreasager.com. All right, you guys, that's it for this episode. Feel free to shoot me a text 832-225-3164 text word podcast, and I'll text you back. Make sure to screenshot this, share it to your IG stories or your Facebook stories. I've been trying to be more active over on my Facebook stories as well, make sure you tag me. Cause I want to share it. I want to celebrate you guys and thank you personally. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. All right. I'll see you guys next time. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate review or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.